Welcome to In Our Reels, episode 7. Today we are going to be talking about a, kind of a special movie. Um, we are going to be going over... <laughs> we are going to be going over a movie called The Velocipasture, um, which is just a really special... <laughs> a it's really... about as crazy as it sounds. <laughs> it is a really special movie. Um, essentially, we're, we're, we have a lot to go over in this episode. Um, so we're going to try and move along as quickly as we can, but also, you know, we want to, I'm sure there's going to be some times here where we're going to be really diving into uh, just a lot of it. And we're also under the assumption that you haven't seen this movie. Um, so we're going to kind of walk you guys Because you it. probably haven't. Yeah, exa- I mean, <laughs> we don't blame you, <laughs> but we are going to be going over um, kind of just like we're going to dive into the movie kind of a shot for shot bit. So you guys are going to be able to walk through the movie with us. Um, and we'll be able to just talk about what we liked and uh, what we didn't. <laughs> so, Cam, do you want to kind of like synopsize like what the movie's about? Just uh, tell us a little. How bit about you it. first tell the people who we are? Oh man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my name is. I would hope they know by now, but my name is Eric Kovatop, and I got my boy Cam with me. Cam, what? I'm not doing it anymore. After six episodes of doing this, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, whatever. What'd you ask me to do? Just just kind of tell, like, do a general synopsis of this movie, and then we'll kind of jump into it. Um, okay, well, the official, like, description of this movie on... Oh, hold on. On IMDb. Buckle up. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China, where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first horrified by this power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime. Period. And ninjas. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Pretty basic movie. Listen, here's the thing. Well, like, Okay, first of all, I just want to like go over what was your first impression of the opening bit of this movie. Like, what was your thought on this movie? Okay, so within a few seconds, yeah, seconds, when his parents die, and I saw, instead of a car actually burning, I saw visual effects, car on fire. I knew I was in for a wild ride. (laughs) Um, This movie, by the way, is like only an hour and like, I think on IMDb it's an hour. Okay, it says an hour and fifteen on IMDb, but yeah, it's it is really short. It's on Amazon Prime for anyone who wants yeah. to watch through this after you after we talk about it. Like, you guys should go through it. Like, it is. What are, it's like the honestly, it is as close to like like rubber if you've ever seen that movie. Just like <laughs> it is just jaw droppingly wow. Um, it, it's funny you say that because. Someone at the theater I work with, I was telling him about this movie, and he said, oh, so it's like rubber. Yep. Essentially, it's it's a very similar, uh, like, campy style, like, comedic campy style, where you can definitely tell the th- thing about this movie, too, is parts of the movie are very intentionally comical. Like, it's not like the movie is supposed to be dramatic all the time. Like, it's very intentional. But a lot of it is, like, we can, well, let's go over the budget a little bit, too, of this movie. Like, the budget is an important piece of this movie. So before you walk into it, you're already like, okay, like, I mean, the, the what was the budget number again, Cam? 
$35,000. Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, with the fact that it's, you know, $35,000 for a film budget, and um, the director, Brendan Steer, wrote, directed, and edited his own film, um, I mean, this movie just really, not like that's, like, a bad thing, like, he can edit his movie and stuff, but, like, to put... To put that thirty-five thousand into perspective, American Made, which is a movie I like, but not necessarily like a blockbuster by any means, had a budget of fifty million. <laughs> yeah, and like like low I can't even think of like a really low budget movie. I'd be curious to see what like the room is budgeted, what that was budgeted for. But like this movie is just honestly like notorious. And the thing is too, people know about this movie. I've six before, million. What what now? The room had a budget of six million. Oh yeah, see, like, like so the case in point of how like, like just, low this, this budget is. This is a very, and you can tell, which we'll go into a little bit more. I, uh, I was telling Cam, I saw this movie last week. Uh, I don't. When did you see this movie? Like yesterday or the day before? Yeah, yes, yesterday. Okay, so uh, I took five pages worth of notes for this movie. So we're really going to be going into it. Cam, you took like four, right? Nearly four. It's like. It's just really, really something with this movie, and it's a real blast to to go through. And I, I was just constantly typing while going watching this movie. Like, there's just so much content to go over. Like, literally, I could not stop. Like, I was just like, we like so much. Whether it be yeah. like quotes, how like whatever. It was just like, oh my goodness, this movie is not only is it so quotable because it's so stupid, but it's like so like just jaw dropping like i cannot believe how it's just really something but let's just kind of like jump into it because i want to i know this is going to be pretty much the mass of this uh episode it's going to be us kind of talking about the movie so people get an idea actually what we're talking about um so if you just want to kind of like talk about the first little bit here i mean your notes are a lot more detailed than mine okay i can i mean i can go over it more so like basically, I, yeah basically what what I like synopsize a lot more of it than going into as much depth as I've gone into because a lot of it is literally shot for shot. But um, so essentially, here's what we got, guys. <laughs> uh, the movie starts off with our main character, Pastor. Do you remember what his name is? I think it's Doug. Doug. Pastor Doug, right? So Doug is in a chapel and he's telling a sermon. And um, as he walks outside, he sees his parents um, after the sermon, after the service. And seconds later, he is, like, waving to his parents. He's like, hi, mom and dad. They're across the street. And the car explodes. But you don't see the explosion. Like, literally, this is how this movie is. It's just it's just the noise, and Doug's, like, falls over. <laughs> yes, he, like, falls over on the, on the ground and, like, looks over back. And like Cam said, there's a VFX, like, car on fire title, like, literally, like, words over the screen where they were, like, supposed to put you know, car explosion. And I believe that was probably mostly like for a comic bits on that. But like at the same time, I was just like this same thing as Cam. Like, wow, we're really in for a ride. Like this movie is going to be something. Um, and so after that, he questions his faith and decides to travel. And like, just wow, on so many levels, like the, the sequence in that, just that scene anyway, was just like, he decides to go to China. Yeah, he decides too. to go to China. And then right as he finishes that, he's in a car driving with rock music. Like, 
just what a what a mood swing on this like heavy rock just like just starts going the soundtrack in this movie is one to remember like it's really something um and like i said brendan steer the director he wrote directed and edited this movie and then which just the worst transition of this movie like literally of all of this film this was probably the worst transition i've ever seen in a movie ever was it was a transition of him driving to him in the woods and then it says china in big letters yeah, it, it takes up the whole screen. Which I was just like, wow, like, what is happening? And then the music transition from rock music was, like, somebody turning down, like, in the car because they were pulling up in a drive-thru, like, the music, and then slowly turning up it back up to, like, the Wild Thornberries background music. Like, in an episode of Wild Thornberries, like, that <laughs> early, like, the late 90s, early 2000s show, like, the background music of that music was what was playing. And I was like uh what's happening like it was oh it was so bad it was so bad i could hardly believe it i was gonna say my favorite part about this is like it says that he's in china but like you can obviously tell it's just like the woods behind someone's oh, house 100 and most of the scenes in this movie with like like the action sequences or whatever are him in the woods in the same wooded area i don't know where they shot these woods but like it's the same woods the same exact like backyard wood and i'm just like this is not china like this cannot be china like especially like the trees i was like this is oh my lord anyway so um then all of a sudden a random chinese lady is running away from ninjas and gets shot with an arrow in the back just the worst the absolute the absolute it's just like so the person i was watching this with said that there was blood on the girl before she even got shot right yeah like i was like the the makeup and the costume stuff was just so bad like it was so bad (laughs) and then he says as he's uh oh wait let me see here it looks like she was saying china is east doesn't make any sense the quote <laughs> makes no sense in the movie. I was like, what is going on? So the arrow goes clean through her body, and it's just the worst makeup. Is this these are literally like the exact quotes that I'm saying, like I typed out here. Um then he the lady hands him a, a raptor tooth, dug a raptor tooth, and says, you know, you need to I don't remember which destroy it, right? Like you need to destroy the raptor tooth. So Mm -hmm. he grabs it and he trips over nothing, literally nothing. I don't think I remember seeing anything and cuts his hand on the raptor tooth. Just the worst makeup. Like it's all so bad and so dramatic. And then he passes out. He cuts his hand on from the branch and the raptor tooth. And then he wakes up. We have no idea how he got there. We don't know if the ninjas were just like, oh, we got her. Let's go. Like whatever. Yeah. He wakes up. And then he's in. He's with the the pastor that told him you need to go on a vaca- like a, a way, right? So then, Pastor Stewart, is yeah, his name, yeah. Thank you. And then he says, you know, the the quotes are, uh, "Did you have the dream again?" The, and then you know, Doug says the very same. You know, uh, what did that Chinese say? Dragon yeah. warrior. I- 
I love how it's, what did that Chinese say? Not and Chinese then, person, Chinese. And then I don't remember whatever they said. There was like a, another conversation that happened. And then P- Pastor Stewart says, how Eastern. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this movie, the writing is just <laughs> something. And then Doug being uh, weird, no reason in particular, says, I am hungry. Yeah. And I'm like, like, this movie's off the rails. This movie has now gone straight off the rails. Like, what's happening? <laughs> I love how in my notes, I have this guy is hungry. <laughs> and then then they I said weird embrace and kiss from the other pastor, which is Pastor Stewart. So they kiss. They have like a weird hug and then like this weird kiss they wouldn't like kiss on the lips but it was like a weird embrace i don't remember that no they didn't they had like a weird embrace though and then he just says bye walks away and then doug continues to say hungry hungry so all of a sudden pan down to literally i don't know where this movie was shot i would love to see that too like where they shot this movie but they're just like out in the middle of like the rando streets And it's like nighttime now, isn't it? No, like, no, no, no. Because no. this, this is where yeah, they yeah. introduced that one guy, um, yeah. which I have his name, Frankie, Frankie Mermaid, Mermaid, the man. So, <laughs> so the pastor is stumbling around in the streets because you know if you get caught by a rapture tooth, obviously you lose your ability to walk. That's a very, very. Um, that's like one on one. So anyway, um, Carol, who is like uh the the prostitute in the movie um walks up to uh we now know frankie mermaid and gets slapped in the face (laughs) it was just the most jolting thing i was like uh and it took me a minute to figure out like that frankie mermaid's like her uh her pimp pimp, right yeah okay so yeah i but i was like what is going on like and I would never – here's the other thing too. I would never know that she was like a hooker though until, or like a you know a prostitute until they like said, said something. something. Like I never would have known in the context of the movie. Like the movie wasn't – like it wasn't – they never alluded to that ever in the movie. They don't even really allude to Frankie being like her pimp. You just have to kind of figure it out. <laughs> and so <laughs> I also have this other quote. So, uh, the park, because that's where the money's at, and you know where the money's at. And then he says, <laughs> and laughs maniacally <laughs> for like a minute, like a full minute. He's just laughing. All of a sudden, boom, nighttime in the park. Dude, all no. <laughs> My favorite quote from that is, there's like, you know why they call me Frankie Mermaid, <laughs> don't you? And then she's like, because you're swimming in bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. It's literally so, yeah, this movie's just so like, oh, it's like, it's like somebody makes like a really bad joke and you just go, oh, like gag. That's like this whole yeah. movie over this and is, over This is an over. hour and 10 minutes of bad joke. Oh, it's so bad. It's just like, oh, it's so bad. Anyway, so the pastor is pastor doug i should say doug i i put down pastor for like half of it because we didn't know his name for like yeah they say his name like three times 
Yeah, I should I should clarify that. I, I didn't know his name right away because they literally didn't say it for a while. I think they his parents said Doug like right way in the beginning, but like that was one of the only times they said it and then at the end. So yeah. um so he's still stumbling around. I kid you not, he is still limping around, stumbling around in the dark, and he stumbles his way into like what is like Central Park. You know what I mean? Like he stumbles, mm-hmm. but it's not Central Park. Like they say, it's the park. But we kind of again, we kind of have to assume. Like there's a lot of things that they just like assume. So I'm assuming it's like a big city, and so uh, he's stumbling around in the dark, and then all of a sudden starts screaming like a a raptor, and then Carol goes in to the park to do some tricks, you know, and then <sighs> Carol gets mugged. So. <laughs> this is where it gets fun. So the raptor um, jumps out of nowhere and literally nowhere and kills the mugger. Like the, this scene is like something else because it's like the raptor sitting there eating the robber for like a solid 45 seconds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's and still just okay. screaming, screaming gunshots, raptor noises. That's all it is for like 45 seconds. And then he still stumbles back. Arms and legs and body still okay. And he, like, reloads yeah. his gun and he's like, ah. Like, fires off a few more rounds. Oh, dude. It is something to behold. And then all of a sudden, plastic head rolls by Carol. Yeah. Literally a plastic head. Like, oh, it is something. Then all of a sudden, boom. Daytime. Like, all of a sudden, daytime. So the pastor, or Doug, wakes up in a random bed. At this point, we don't know where he's at. And then uh, Carol comes inside the room and he goes, hello, my child. <laughs> and then and then the she she says last night was amazing. And then he goes, what camera literally the camera literally goes out of focus. Like, I'm not even kidding you. I don't know if you noticed that. But the camera literally went out of focus, and they had to push it back into focus. It was like, I was like, how did they do one-shot takes? Like, <laughs> what is happening? And then, this this is where this movie, I feel like, is just like, all right, this is literally purposefully comical, but it's so bad. It's not even funny. He goes, do you have... Because also, he is under... They try and write this scene to be funny, but it's not. It's just ridiculous. It's cringy is what yes, it is. He th- yeah, that's a good way of putting it. He thinks that they slept together, but he didn't because he didn't remember he turned into a raptor. So she's like, no, you ate somebody. And he's like, what? And that's when the camera goes out of focus because who knows why. And then they decide – because he doesn't believe it. So she said, fine, I'll take you to the body. And then he turns to the camera and he goes – do you have anything I can wear? Seconds later. Orange dress. Or yes. Yeah, Light I literally I dress. literally put in here, Doug is dressed in an orange dress. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this movie's off the rails. This movie is just something. So Carol, we find out Carol is turning tricks to pay for college, because that's, you know, the only way to pay for college. Um and then Doug is like, all of a sudden, after seeing this body in the woods, is like, I have to go do confessions. 
Which I ha- I have to point out that when they find the body in the woods, she like kicks over a leaf and it's like a little scrape of an arm and that's it. Uh, yeah, we don't even see the body. That's yeah, that's, and yeah. it's like the part they show of the arm, it's like literally like half a second. It's like kick arm shows the dog like within like half a second. It wasn't even enough for me to write anything down. So yeah, that- I didn't even like. I was like, did they wait? Did they just show it? I was like really confused. Yeah, that's I, how fast I thought they was. were trying to like not show it, and I was like, what? And then I saw that, and I was like, oh, okay. Like it was weird. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, we find out Carol's trying to turn tricks for paying for college, and then Doug goes to do confessions because as all good people and all good pastors do right after they see dead bodies, they have to go do confessions because they're late. Oh, of course. Um, so he's in the confessional. This is like one of my favorite scenes of this movie, just because it's off <laughs> the rails. Like this movie, I know I keep saying that, but it's like this movie it's is it's like, it literally, yes, just like waking this movie. Who what, like, this is really something. So Doug is talking to, a guy in the other in the other you know how confessionals work so he's talking to someone in the other booth and we find out that it's none other than frankie mermaid so frankie's in there and he's telling he's telling doug in just the most loose way oh yeah you know i killed these people i'm doing the drugs i got the you know whatever this and that right and then we find out frankie killed doug's parents and he's Doug breaks the confessional, like whatever, with a like, with a raptor arm. Yes, he's like turning into the raptor. At this yes, point. and he's like, "You might as well kill me now." And then the guy, like Doug's, like, "Okay," <laughs> like breaks through the wall and just starts like killing him. And then Doug, after he kills him, goes to the prostitute's apartment and they devise a plan to only hurt bad people and do this in secret. Seconds later, high five montage. Yes. Yeah, like a really dramatic oh, high five. Yeah, it was just who. And then music montage. I put in here awful rock song. And then I put in quotations uh, Scooby Doo, what's new rock song? Insert here. I was going to say, it had like, it's got like a bunch of like panels going like around the screen. Oh. Like, it, Kind of like, oh, it's like, remind, it reminded me of a 70s. It was like, like a Rockies, it was like a Rockies montage is essentially what it was. It was like, like a tribute to like the Rocky movie where he's like working out is essentially what that is. But worse, because it's not any good. And there's like, it was because they had a budget of 35,000. Yeah, exactly. So the two of them fall in love at the end of the montage because, you know, obviously. What else would happen? And then um, second later, I put in here ninjas. So uh, they plan to kill Doug, and then I guess we pan over to a scene with the ninjas. And they plan to kill Doug and then laugh for for a full minute straight. Which the head ninja's got like a, okay, like at least a believable laugh. The his like right hand man, holy crap! Yeah, it's like I thought he was. He, I thought he was mocking him. I'm not even kidding you. I thought he was mocking his laugh at first, like. I'll I'll try and recreate it. I'm not making this up. This is how he was laughing. Like that's literally how it was, yeah. and I'm not making. This yeah, up. no, that's actually pretty good. That's like pretty close to how it was, and it was like and then he just starts like screaming at one point. <laughs> this is ridiculous, and so I th- I was like, are 
are you serious? Like, is this really what's happening? So, um, Doug then after this scene goes to tell Father Stewart, um, like his, what's his power is. You know what I mean? His his uh whatever you're gonna call it, right? And then Doug <laughs> has a flashback to his parents laughing with him. Like, they're uh, in a car, I think, before he goes to priest college. As they call it. Yes, as they call it in the movie. Doug, as one does. That I said in here, Doug has a uh, Uncle Ben moment when he gets out of the car to go to priest college. So, like, in the movie, like in Spider-Man's Sam Raimi film, when they're in the car and Uncle Ben is talking to Peter Parker, like, they have that kind of a purposeful. It's very purposefully, like, the same, where it's, like, the white. It's just like yeah. it's the same style. So anyway, then Doug uh, is met with an exorcist because obviously Father Stewart thinks that Doug, you know, has like a demon demon in him or whatever, like you know, whatever. So, um, then this is the this is actually I wrote this into two paragraphs because this scene, oh this, my god, this next scene is like one of my favorite scenes in this entire movie where I literally said. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> like this is where they're going with this movie. And it was oh okay, so here we go. I'm just gonna try and get into this because we gotta like really plug through this here. So then Father uh Stewart has a flashback of his time in the war. Oh. So Ollie, his friend, has one of the worst monologues talking about how he wants Father Stewart uh to start a family with uh, what's his name? Adel- Adeline, um, his yeah. girlfriend or whatever, his you know fiance, and name what? one of his kids after Ali. Um, while the Medal of Honor theme plays in the background, then his friend dies in the stupidest way, being shot, and then just looks so fake. Like the shot was because they're like standing yeah. in the same woods that they were standing in before with uh, Doug. They're standing in the very same woods, and um. Ollie's like, you know, yeah, you should really, you know, uh, you should, you got to go back home to Adeline and name a kid after me, you know, whatever. And they, you know, Father Stewart's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause this was, I think it was Vietnam, right? Is what they were talking about. Yeah. His time in the war. And then Adeline, which this is another part that just makes no sense. So they're standing outside in Vietnam and Adeline comes out of nowhere. And is seen and begins to run towards Father Stewart. And they go, Adeline, Stewart, Adeline, Stewart, Stewart, Adeline, for like a full minute. And I'm like, what's happening? Then she's she's running towards him as they're doing this, by the way. Then all of a sudden, about maybe five feet away from her or from, from him, as she gets she gets close to him, she Boom. explodes. <laughs> Literally, like, dude, that must have been the most expensive shot of the film. Like, when, when we say explodes, it's like literally running. Then she just like turns into like, like spontaneous a blob of flying strawberry jelly. Yes, and then this is where the movie goes off, off the rails. Not only is she in Vietnam. Go ahead, I'll let you. Before we continue, I want to take. Here's some notes I have with this. This because this whole flashback scene is just like. As crazy as this sounds, kind of the wildest part of the movie. This takes place like 30 years before the point in the movie. So the pastor's in Vietnam, but it's just him with like a blonde wig on. That's all they did. They're like, yeah, you look young enough with the blonde wig. 
the Viet Cong soldiers were in like jeans and dollar store camouflage vests. <laughs> the picture of Adeline they show before they actually show her it looks like Jim Carrey in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Which it does. As, oh that, no. Like, um, the what probably my favorite part is after the what was the guy's name? Ali, his buddy. Uh-huh. After Ali dies and he's laying on the ground, he's still like he's still puffing the cigarette that was in his mouth. He's still smoking it. Are you serious? I didn't see that. Yeah, he's lying on the ground and there's still like you can see he's like still like taking hits of it as it sits in his mouth. <laughs> oh no! Bad as it could get. Uh, no, and yeah, and then when he dies, when Ali dies, Stewart's just like no. No, 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 for like solid 30 seconds. Like this movie, oh, no. it may be short, but if they cut out all like the minute long stupid scenes, it would be like half an hour. <laughs> and to find somewhere to keep it in, no. you know? And then and then when, when Adeline explodes and she's like a pile of jelly... One of the soldiers goes, she's too far gone. I don't think there's anything we can do to help yeah, her. Yeah, no, this is not. That's my favorite part of this movie. Like, one of my favorite parts in this movie is. <laughs> so he goes, this, this part is seriously one of the best lines in the movie. So she explodes. She's literally nowhere, just blood. And he's standing there in awe, right? He's like, oh my God, she's, she's dead. Like, oh no, you know. And then he goes, he goes, one of the soldiers, by the way, next to him goes, what do you think she was doing in the forest? And then he, she, they literally have the audacity to say this. They say, I don't know. Maybe she was trying to start a family. <laughs> and you're like, what is happening? Like, what is going on in this movie? So, dude, oh my goodness. I have like next to no, after that scene, I literally, I actually started to cackle. Like when that scene happened, I was like, nope can't get worse than that it can't get worse than that like that's as bad as it can get the writing was just oh man it was just like oh my gosh anyway so let's move on because like we got to get through this movie i still have two more pages so i know i know so doug's exorcist doesn't work out and he turns into the raptor and we think i don't know what if you thought this but i thought in that scene, he actually kills Father Stewart. And yeah, so I, thought that I thought he killed Father Stewart. And I'm like, so that whole scene is for nothing. Like that whole monologue bit of like the Ollie and his, you know, Adeline plays nothing into the rest of the movie. Which, by the way, key point, doesn't play into the rest of the movie at all. That whole scene is literally filler. Take that 20 minutes out of stupidness or whatever that okay was. it was not 20 okay minutes. take like take probably like six minutes though of like because the half of it was them just standing around like being stupid and so, screaming no yeah screaming no so like it was probably like four to six minutes of content that they just didn't need you know what i mean like it was completely irrelevant and yeah. so he we think he kills father Stuart at this point because they're terrible at explaining stuff and it's just awful so anyway uh, then he goes and he kills three ninjas and but I, I I have to point out because I noticed this. I I know the budget's low, so you probably weren't expecting great costumes. But like when this part when he kills Father Stewart, he's got like raptor hands, but the rest of them is human. Mm-hmm. The raptor hands are obviously like <laughs> like kitchen gloves 
with like yeah. painted and like with claws attached to him. Yeah, it's, it's like it's bad. It's like felt. It's like they literally like his, his grandma sewed it up for him. It's so for bad. This movie. It's so bad. So he. But anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. When he kills, good point though. Good point is that when he does kill, what well, we think he kills, Father Stewart, um, he isn't fully raptor. Like up until this point, we've never seen him as a raptor all the way for long periods. Like you know what I mean. Like whatever. So he's been fully raptor. They just don't show it in shot. Yes. Right. So. Um, then he kills three ninjas and then a random photo of a Japanese lady pops up on the screen. I don't know if you remember that, but I do. I do. I it's do. like, I was just like, what's going on? Like, what does that signify? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Then he goes to the prostitute's house and he sleeps with her. Which was just something, which that scene was something else. Oh, dude, this scene is like the most 90s love scene, like for four minutes long where nothing happened like they're just like with each other and they're just kissing and it's weird it was like way too long and as they're doing this like I, the reason i say it's 90s is because they pan over like in the background like they overlay like two shots kind of if that makes sense like two scenes happening they overlay everything that's happened to him up until this point so like if you were to watch the movie and you're like i don't want to watch it all start there because it'll recap everything else that happened prior like really fast. Really fast. Yes. Literally, I'm not even kidding you. So it was just like a weird, stupid scene. And they're just kissing, and we get a flashback and a recap of all this happened. Then the next morning, which this scene is also one of my favorite scenes in this movie, where it's just what's going on? Like what's happening? So we pan over to the two of them in like this single mattress, or what what is it? Like a double you know bed. whatever they're just in a bed they're like, in like a really, they're, well they're in like a really small bed the two of them like a single bed you know what i mean and they're curled up in the most like it's so uncomfortable speaking like it's just the worst right so they're in their under like they're in their undergarments and then all of a sudden ninjas jump into the room into their open windows and yeah. they fight the ninjas in their babies which what i love is that carol the prostitute's like of like like a five star black belt or whatever. Yeah, she's like kicking people's butts, and it's like, what's going on? And then they stop once they get everyone down, and they make out. And then we find out that Father Stewart is not dead, but he's captured by the evil ninja guy. So Ninja Wee, I think is his what his name is Ninja Ninja Wee. Oh, did they ever say his name? Yeah, I think that was his name. That's what I put down. So we find out. Um, the ninjas are dealing cocaine in the next scene, and Father Stewart gets stabbed with an arrow, and then says that Doug will stop him. So the whole point of even the exorcism was pointless because now Father Stewart's on his side, and we find out Father Stewart died and then came back and then died again. Um, which is just <laughs> whatever. And then they have another crazy ninja laugh scene, which is just yeah, we, we went over that. Just something else. So they do another one that's like another minute long. And then we'll get to the final the final fight, which the final fight is also something to behold because it's just really <laughs> something. So as we dive into the final scene, we're, we're down to like the final page here, gang. We're almost there. Which I want to point out, they just know where these ninjas are coming from. I wrote that down in my notes. They like no process of whatever to like find out where the ninjas are hiding out. They just show up at their base. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> Doug gets ready to fight them and uh meet the ninjas right yeah and 
this oh let me also just give a quick bit of backstory before we go into this next scene the scene where doug is talking with his parents there's a monologue well, like a monologue. there's a scene or two where they're he's remembering his his parents and how they're talking about oh we you know we love you doug we support you you're you know we you're our only son like we care about you and we you, you're great you know what i mean like and especially yeah. like in the car scene they're like oh yeah like he li- Doug, he literally says, you. like, we should, you're my only you're my son. only son like you're you're my only son you're i love you you're my only son you know just continuously doing that throughout that scene and they never do it again by the way like they're just terrible about like repeating things they just do something once and it's done that's enough for the audience i guess or whatever right so they really lay that that line on right well doug gets ready to fight them and meet the ninjas like he meets them in the same wooded area by the way let me just go over that one more time that they fight in the same woods um and there's a white ninja. The other ones are in like black, I believe, right? But there's this one that's dressed in white, and uh, he has like a mask over his face. He has like a whatever, and he pulls no. it down. What? He's not. He's not dressed in white. It's just his mask. Oh, maybe it's his white mask. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. So like- he has like you know he deep sides or whatever. And then we find out that the plot twist of the movie, right, which is a stupid plot twist because we never would have known anything otherwise. This ninja <laughs> is his brother. Correct. So in every scene that he was that they go back and they're talking about his uh like his, you know, you're my only son, this and that, they pan over to his brother in like the stupidest ways possible. So like there's a scene where they're sitting at the dinner table and they're, Oh yeah, we love you, Doug, like you're our only son. They pan over to the kitchen. I'm like, how are we supposed to know this if he's not like even in the shot? And then there's another one that's even more dumb. When they're in the car ready to drop him off to priest college, his brother like pulls like sits he up. Just, like, out of the truck. He like sits up out of the farthest seat in the back. I was like, how are we supposed to know this? Like, what kind of a plot <laughs> twist is this? Like, what? So it's just like anyway, so. That's a, it was just an awful plot twist. And then they have one of the worst choreographed scenes like we've ever seen. By the way, the prostitute is with uh, Doug. They're Doug. fighting. Like, I thought Doug was going to go on his own. Nope, she goes too. They go in a fight, right? Also, this is another point. I didn't write this down, but I do remember this really well. Uh, the costumes that they were wearing was like 50s, like leather yeah. gang outfit. And I'm like, what is that? Why? Why? Like, well, I mean, he was in like a leather jacket and stuff, and she was in like, like, like a cat- almost a female ninja outfit. Yeah, it sense. was just weird. It was very, very weird. Um, so they have the worst choreograph scene. Like, you can't really go into much more depth than like it was just awfully shot. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. And then Doug gets stabbed by, or Doug stabs yeah. his brother. I'm sorry, and kills him with his own sword. The blood is like tomato juice oh it's so bad oh yeah, yeah yeah when he stabs him it's like spewing out of him and he's like Aah! for like a full minute where they're both yeah. like, like it was just like oh my gosh like what is going on why are you screaming like this for this long like it could have been two seconds but they're like no we gotta go longer go longer yeah. oh it's so bad anyway then carol gets stabbed by a huge ninja who has no point in this movie like yeah he just walks over she just absolutely yeah just absolutely cuts and then the ninjas stand this is also another moment guys there's so many moments in this movie where i'm just like um 
<laughs> what? And so the ninjas stand around and watch Doug hold her while she dies. And, and like they're crying too. Yeah, they're crying. They're all crying and they're all like, oh no. Like they're consol- they're literally consoling in her. Like the ninjas, I said in here, quote, are sad for him. They're really sad. Like you can tell they're like, oh no, like, oh, like it's like, uh, you just cut her though. You just you just fought her though. Like I don't understand why yeah. it was weird. So anyway, then this is the best part of the movie, really. The climax of the film, gang. We're finally here. The actual fight happens where he turns into a rapper, and it's m- more awful than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, I mean, I, like they finally show the whole raptor costume on screen, and it, it was, as crazy as this sounds, it was a worse costume than I was expecting. Oh, it was worse than I was expecting. But it was, guys. If you you guys for like Halloween, you ever see those like raptor blow up dolls, um, or like blow up dolls? What I'm talking about, blow yeah. up suits where you like push the air in them, and they just have like the little miniature like, um, you know, just the little vacuum thing where it just keeps it blown yeah. up. You know, whatever. It's like slightly better than that. That would literally. No, I think it's worse. Really, I think it was like a little bit more like texturized. There was some like texturized stuff. On okay, it, okay. The, the tail was bigger. It, the appearance of it may have been better, like the visual. Yeah, but like yes. as far as the actual costume itself, no. like the shape of the dinosaur and everything was. No, it wasn't realistic God. at all. I mean, it was literally a guy running around. You could see his head. Yeah, like it his head's bad. poking out of the back of the thing. Oh, it was bad. It was very bad. Then all of a sudden, you get stabbed in the leg. By the evil ninja. He, he gets shot in the leg with an arrow. Yes. And he turns back into a human all of a sudden because that makes which, sense. Which, when he transforms back into a human, it's like the camera's like malfunctioning and it like shows like raptor him, normal him. Like oh, flashing yeah, back that's right. That's right. And it's like, it's like clearly like a mistake was made in editing. Yes. Also, uh, there is a really hilarious scene when he's fighting the, the, um, uh the ninjas and i don't know like we'll never really know what happened but i assumed they just said like duke it out guys like fight just wrestle around right like let him smack you guys like when you get smacked fall over kind of a thing right but like if you can kick him like get at him you know what i mean and i don't really know what happened but there was a scene in there for a brief second where one of the ninjas actually kicked him over and he fell over on the ground and then they edited it where he all of a sudden was standing again so like you don't, I don't, see, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that. it was hilarious. I was like, wait, wasn't he just on the ground? Like he just got kicked over. Like it was like a full kickover too, because the suit's huge. Like you know what I mean? Like he yeah. fully. Oh, wait, I think I do know what you're was, talking about. I was like, wait a minute, he fell over though. Like what? And then they just like edited it out, so he was like all of a sudden back on his feet fighting again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is really bad. Like they couldn't edit the scene where he got he fell. Like they couldn't, but they edited where he just all of a sudden was standing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this Brandon. What are you doing, dude? What are you doing? So, anyway, um, so he gets stabbed, right? And he like I I put on here he jitter frame frame style. So it like it like like he said it like flickers where he like is turning out of the raptor back to a human, and then you know the worst like I don't remember what the quote is because I didn't write it down, but he ends up killing you know the ninja with his raptor yeah. hand because not all of his body was turned back into a human. Um, and that was a really long death scene too, because he like rips his head off of him, which it's extremely obvious. It's a mannequin. Head. Oh, and it's hilarious to watch because he's like, ah! and then yeah. like literally 
he rips his head off and you still hear the ninja scream after his head is gone like after it's all a minute it's a long scream and it's like oh it's like that like i was like oh okay so bad um and then i said it's literally a dummy head and then yeah doug screams as we see the quote only through the elimination of violence will we finally be able to achieve world peace quoted by gandhi yeah i I have gandhi quote on here um and then uh flash to him screaming and the ninjas uh was screaming still the the ninja by the way was still screaming through that quote Uh, yeah and then he runs to carol and then a flash to the hospital which this is the final scene in the movie um really it's quite a scene to behold so we open up to him in the hospital and the doctor um comes into the room and sits down next to doug and lights uh already used cigarette out of the yeah like starts digging around in the ashtray for cigarettes so he pulls out a cigarette and he lights it from the the you know whatever um and then he says uh oh yeah she's totally fine she'll be good you know you want to see her you can see her uh, there's I don't know if you noticed, but like as he was talking to Doug, his like headband thing like fell over his eyes for a split second, and he just kept talking to him as like that thing's blinding him. <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't write that down. I didn't see that. I thought that I, that's like a really small thing. I was just like, uh, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure most of this movie was a one shot take style. Like they're just like, all right, we're gonna do it one shot. We're gonna call it good. Like most of this, or yeah. You know, but anyway, so he walks in to see her, and he says. Uh, are you okay? And she Which says, the I'm doctor, fine. the doctor chair. She, she's in like normal clothes, wearing like a poncho at the dentist or something. Yeah, the doctor chair is like a car seat sitting on top of a dresser. Oh my gosh, I didn't look. I didn't see that. It's like literally, you can see the drawers of like what she's sitting on. Oh no! <laughs> so, so he walks in. He says, "Are you okay?" She says, "I'm fine." And then a moment later, they're hugging. And then there's a title screen that points out and it says, she, she's fine. fine. Which at that point, I actually started, I laughed. I was like, uh. Yeah. So then we flash to a car, like out somewhere. We don't know really where. They're out in like the woods, you know, like whatever. Out, it doesn't really matter. Um, and we assume some time has passed at this point. And Doug and her are talking if they'll decide to continue what they always do, fight crime and they started to make out and a rock song plays. And that's the end. And that's literally the end of the movie. And it's just, wow. Like this is, and honestly, from talking about it with Cam too, it's almost the kind of film that like you would want to rewatch with your friends to pick up on more stuff that's like. I was going to say, next time we're together and have some reasonable amount of time, we should watch through this watch together. Yes, that would be a ton of fun. Because this movie is just so bad. But I had a blast, even my, by myself. Cam watched it with, uh, a uh, roommate of his, but I watched it by myself. I had a blast watching this movie by myself. Like, I was laughing. I was, you know, it was a good time. Like, I think I would have more fun watching it with my friends, but, like, from, like, the standpoint of trying to get notes and trying to get stuff down, like, as much as I could, like, I got a lot of stuff that I thought was great because the movie is just packed with it all the way through it. Um, And it's just a fun movie. It's just, like, a fun, stupid movie. So for people who are, like, wondering, like, oh, should you watch it? Like, we kind of just told you the movie, but like it's still just a ton of fun. Yeah, there's way more. There's you'll get way more out of it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But um, 
yeah, like as a whole, this movie, okay. yeah. But, what's the what's the official in our reels oh, rating? I mean, we, we already talked about this. Point five out of five, like a half a star is okay. so okay. Yeah, is. as far as movie goes, it's pretty crap, but the enjoyment factor is through the roof. Yeah, and there can be movies that you can give like bad ratings to, but still enjoy. You know, so. That was pretty much where I stand with it. I don't think it's a good movie. Like, it's not, it's not, the reason we're giving what our ratings are is out of how well the film was, is, you know what I mean? Like, how is the yeah. film of, a, like, production, directing, editing, writing, shots, like, all, like, cinematography, all that. And it was like, good. Act- the reason we liked it so much is because it was so bad. Yeah, it's like, in spite of those things. And and it, was, it, was, it wasn't even so bad that it's good. It was just bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. 100% agree. It was, uh... Just not good. Like as as a film, I think it would be hilarious to see them do a sequel because they kind of set it up for a sequel. Like they didn't really, but like I could see them do another one. And the movie only came out two years ago. Like I could totally they see them do a sequel. They got to muster up another another thirty five k. Do you know how much they made? What was the but like how much they made? Oh my god! Like nothing. Probably <laughs> nothing. They made zero dollars. I mean, I'm I just am curious. Anyway, so yeah. I, I mean, other than that, like, I really don't think we have too much to talk about. Like, the movie is just a blast. And, like, for people who, like I said, it's on Amazon Prime. You guys can check it out for yourself. And you guys can be the, you know, deciding factor. Let us know what you guys think. Um, if you guys have other movies you want us to do, we're more than willing to look into those and, and go through that. Um, our next bit, we're going to be going through a little bit of a series here. Um, our next movie, we were going to do a movie between this, but I think we're going to wait. Um, but we're just going to dive right into it. Um, we're going to do the Marvel MCU, so we're not going to do X-Men and Deadpool and stuff like that right now, but we're going to do the MCU, and we're going to start with Iron Man, um, and we're going to try and bust those out as much, as fast as we can. They might be a little bit shorter in our reviews, just because we want to get as many as we can done, and there's, what, 22? 20, 22, 23. 22, 23 now at this rate. There's just a lot of, of MCU movies. Um so we're going to try and bust those out as fast as we can and get those done. And I think what Cam and I have kind of talked about is we're going to try and go by phases. So we'll release by each phase if we can. Um, <clears throat> some of them, you know, uh, we'll have to probably go back and, you know, whatever. But especially the newer ones, like we've remembered and we've written, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff already over it. But the older stuff we might have to go through again. But as for like each phase, the first phase is like Iron Man. Incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, First Avenger, and the Avengers, I believe. Maybe not in that order, but it's those, like, that set of movies, right, for... Oh, maybe Iron Man 2 might be in there, too. But, um, yeah, so, like, that set of those phases, you know, we're going to try and just bust those out and get those done, and then uh, we'll move on to some other fun stuff. So, yeah, Yeah. next one's Iron Man. So, All right, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. And we'll see you guys... And the journey through the MCU.